Hi, everyone. Hey, guys. It is 2021, and we are back. (laughs) We're not consistent yet. Work with us, please. But I got to give you credit. Or actually, what I meant to say, you have to give us credit due to the fact that we have created more than one episode within the last year. Yes. Compared to any other year. Yes. We actually tried to do some things. Yes. And research some things. Yes. So we are here and we are back. Indeed. We are here and we are back. Welcome to another episode of 1135. I am Jess. And I am Will. And yeah. The best roommate. Let me stop. (laughs) Gotcha. All right. Anyway. (laughs) How have you been, Willie? I mean, all right. Um... I mean, it's a new year, right? Right. But uh, I've been fine. I've been okay. I can't really complain. I'm not going to complain. I know that's right. How about you? I've been stressed, quite honestly. Really? Quite honestly. You're under pressure? Under pressure. My anxiety has been on 3,000. I just, but I'm here. It's 2021. Thank you, Jesus. That's all I have. You know what? I'm not even going to lie. Within this last year, I've I've been like that. Like, anxiety has been, been high. And um, I don't think it's really changed too much in the new year. But what I've been doing was um, trying to, like, top myself down on certain things. Like, to just relax. Mm-hmm. Like when I see my my mind start to race, I'd be like, "All right, come on now, like just chill." We was doing good. Like, come on now, what happened within these last few minutes? I spiked the anxiety. Come back down now. There's like only so much you can control. So um, yeah, within this last year up until like at the beginning of this year, still I still have my my anxiety my peak, but I guess like I could say I'm trying to control it. I'm getting better at controlling how I feel well I need to take some tips from you because my anxiety has been out of control I guess for like certain things I tell myself like I mean if it's gonna blow up it's just gonna blow up what you want me to do (laughs) that that's is that gonna make you feel any better if it blows up if it explodes would that make you feel any better that's usually what I have to tell myself that makes sense so if that happened what's next I'm gonna find something else to worry about tomorrow. <laughs> so it's but I think stuff like that. For me, I can't even pinpoint where my anxiety is coming from. I mean, I guess I have a lot on my plate right now. I have school, I have work. But I can't like put it on one specific situation or fear that I'm having. I think it's more so just a general like looking to my future and all of the things that I'll be responsible for and um well I guess that's pinpointing it but you know it's not one specific thing that bothers me I just feel like I have a general overall feeling of anxiousness same you know it's it's not a um it's not it's only a few moments where I don't feel anxious mm-hmm. but usually like I've woken up out of my sleep because I've had anxiety and you know it sucks like it's one thing where you can pinpoint it and you can say okay I'm anxious about this and you can like mm-hmm. you said dissect it and you know kind of put it in its place But when it's like I'm generally and overall anxious about everything, like everything, that sucks. I understand. 
So I, I feel the same way, especially when it comes to the the fact that we're aging, we're getting older. Everything's getting older. It's not just us. Like everything is changing. Yeah. So it's like I, I'm trying to figure out what am I gonna be doing, and it. Ca- so here's one of my pet peeves, by the way, while we're talking about this, especially in the midst of looking for jobs. One thing I hate when people ask me is, where do you see yourself in five years? I cringe because don't tell somebody who's anxious about a lot of things or who's usually anxious. Don't ask them that question. So when you ask me that question, I'm a spiral just a little bit. Right. Because I'm not ready for that. I don't want to think about that. So it's, I, I hate it. So I understand how you feel like, dang. Like, I don't know. It's just, all I can try to tell myself is, like, I I can only control so much. Let me at least take it one day at a time to enjoy it and live my best life and take the best care of myself and enjoy as much as I could. I mean, it helps when I tell myself that. I mean, and that I'm not the only thing or person that's getting older. We're all aging, even the little ones. But... Yeah. I guess so much for me is not really age related, more so all of the responsibilities that I'm about to walk into, you know, even with Mm. taking care of, you know, your parents as they become older and you realize that, you know, okay, they don't get younger, unfortunately, from here. They don't get, you know better i mean you pray for these things but they don't get better from here and then you think about okay in the event that i want to have a family or that i want to be with somebody else that's another responsibility and you try to advance in your career that's another responsibility and just adulting and it's just i guess it's a bit of imposter syndrome in a sense where you feel like i don't deserve to be in these spaces and I won't survive in these spaces and everybody will know that I'm not surviving in these spaces. But, um, I guess the thing that has helped me so far is just telling myself I have to put one foot in front of the other. And I'm really hard on myself, you know, with school and everything like that. I'm really hard on myself when I don't necessarily get things done. Like, Granted, I have issues with time management and I will be the first to tell you that I have Mm -hmm. not mastered it, you know, whatever. But my anxiety takes it to a whole nother level. And it's like, okay, well, you can't manage to, you know, get all of the studying you need to get done, done on time. So how could you manage, you know, taking care of your family or, you know, meeting the expectations of somebody I guess in a sense your age or in your circumstances your predicament so I guess those are the things that are running through my mind that are making me anxious and you know I'm afraid of what happens from here on out but you know my youth is still with me and you know, I I have to look at my actual circumstances. Thank goodness, you know, both of my parents are well. And, you know, that's not something I necessarily have to worry about right now. So, you know, I guess just staying present with your circumstances and enjoying them because I don't want to be thinking about these things right now when I don't have to. And then when I have to regret that I spent the time I should be grateful worry if that makes sense so when i said aging all of what you said was actually under that same umbrella it's under um, an umbrella yeah so aging for me is the umbrella and all those other things you mentioned like um your health your your parents um and the responsibilities come with getting older if you gonna have a significant other if you guys are married like if something happens to you are they gonna take care of you and if something happens to them or how you're gonna take care of them or will so you have somebody to actually... take care of you you know what i mean mm-hmm. so like it goes under that person. same umbrella mm-hmm. so these things are i guess i guess we're both saying the same things i i guess we're saying that um 
these things are becoming more obvious as questions now. And it, it stirs the anxiety. So I understand exactly what you're saying. Exactly. Full on. Exactly. AKA, and it's, girl, it's a lot <laughs> going out. It's, it's a, it's a yeah, lot. It's, it's a lot, man. It is. It's. I, I keep missing the days of my early mid-20s when a lot of things wasn't my problem. Right. <laughs> right. I, and I realize even sometimes I have to tell myself or remind myself that I did the same thing. When I was in my mid and early 20s, I was saying the same thing about my teenage years. So I guess we're going through like life changes. But like you said, one foot in front of the other. There's only so much we can do, but just try our best, right? Right. Because we're not getting no younger. Very true. But other than that, how has your new year been? Yeah, enough of that uh, heavy stuff. Right. It's been all right. Um, I've been seeing a couple green lights of blessings that I thank God for. Because, you know, last year was very, very slow for me. Mm-hmm. So a lot of things I should have had hope for. Little things are popping up, like little tiny, tiny things. Mm-hmm. You don't want to say too much. You don't want the, um, you know, you don't want the, the bad juju to hear to stop all your progress. Mm-hmm. But let me stop. But, um, yeah, this it's so far so good. Can't complain. It's a blessing I made it this far into the new year. I have to look at it that way, too. Awesome. (laughs) I didn't make any New Year's resolutions. That's something I did different this year. I didn't walk in with any resolutions, any goals. I literally just want what God has for me, and that is it. I have no other expectations. You know, I feel like I've done this um, once before in the past, probably more than once. And I said, you know what? I'm not going to have any resolutions. I'm just going to just, I'm just going to just take every day in stride. Right. <laughs> if I have a short term goal, I keep it to myself. Let me just try to achieve it or something, but I'm not going to have no high expectations. So I, I, I'm with, I'm the same with you. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's see what happens. Exactly. I think 2020 was such a... I don't even know what to call it. It was just such a different kind of year that, you can know. Can you have PTSD from 2020? I'm sure you can. I'm uh, I'm sure a lot of people have a PTSD from 2020. I'm sure that's like a real thing. That's probably like a category in therapy now. I think um, just like how you couldn't describe it, that's the only way I can describe it is with a question. Can we have PTSD from 2020? Right. Right. Speaking of 2020 and all its subcategories in COVID specifically, did you get your vaccine? No. Did you? <laughs> no. <laughs> So here's my thing. Like everyone else who brings this up to me, they literally made the vaccine in seven hours. I usually would say like it took them a couple of days, but I forgot who I said it to. And I said, no, it was made in seven hours. So if you took seven hours to make a vaccine, I'm going to wait a little bit. I'm going to let all y'all get the first doses in the batches. <laughs> and then I'm, I'm going to come back. Like, I'm not saying, no, I don't want to take it. It's just, it happened a little too early, a little too soon. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I made it in minutes and stamped it with a price tag. And like, come on, niggas, y'all got to take it. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden we have all these strands pop, these strains, strains? Would it be strains or strands? Strains. All these strains mm-hmm. popping up out of nowhere. And it's like can this thing really mutate coming from people or are y'all pushing out different strains and scaring everybody to really take it like ASAP Mm-mm. because I had a friend that said um listen y'all I seen too many people die from the strain no die from the vaccine and die from COVID-19 in one week wear your mask and social distance that was me 
It was. And it said a lot. It spoke volumes to me. And I was a little scared. I mean, granted, every vaccine has its side effects. But still. Y'all made this in a couple hours. And then tried to push it out to the public. Y'all sure y'all don't want to run through that through some other tests and like loops and hula hoops and make you do some type of backflip or change colors or something before you push it out. That's my only concern. Like I totally get like why people are getting vaccinated, especially healthcare workers and um, older people. However, um, I'm just as a personal choice, I'm just not ready for the vaccine. Um, until it is tried, true and tested, I won't be vaccinated. I'll just keep wearing my two masks and trying to remain COVID free because I mean, people who have been vaccinated, you know, it does not mean that you are, you know, out of the park. You still need to wear your mask. You still need to take care of yourself because like you mentioned, there's a whole new strain out here and all this, this, that, and the third. And it's not just one strain it's multiple. Exactly. So, I mean, I mean, I, I I just I don't know, but it's it's a no for me right now. It's a no for me. So you sound just like me. Mm-hmm. Like I said, y'all took two days. I mean, seven hours to create this, and two <laughs> days for um for marketing. I'm a little terrified now. And the part that killed me the most is like um, did any of the like um people in the uh, in, how do I say this? Did any of the people on TV, the big cheeses that are in politics, take theirs yet? Apparently. What they got injected with saline fluid? Or was it the real vaccine? Because I got questions. Now that I I can't say. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But and but we still holding out y'all for this vaccine. So, um, good for people who have gotten it and also good for people who are being precautious and just waiting, um, to see what happens next. Support your decision either way. Mm -hmm. For the people out there who got the vaccine and it was successful and they survived and didn't get sick. Or have any other side effects. I'm happy for y'all. Y'all the troopers. But I'm still waiting. Yep. So alright. The streets has been talking. A couple of things have happened this week. Well a couple is a understatement. But still. Cicely Tyson passed away. Oh, Cicely. R.I.P. Cicely Tyson. R.I.P. Cicely Tyson. 96 years old. Mm-hmm. She lived a long life. She did. A long, wonderful life. So, you know, can't even be mad. Of course, we'll miss her. And, you know, we love her for all the iconic things she has done um, and what she represents. So... I might as well just say rest in power, not even rest, rest in peace. Like your <laughs> life needs to be celebrated. Right. Um, I heard Tyler Perry is taking it very hard. I'm sure. he was. Uh, she was like a grandmother to him, I believe. Aww. Yeah. He named, I think he named one of his studio buildings after her and everything like that. So I can imagine. He made a long Instagram post. Let me try to find it and read it. I really do feel bad, though. Case probably, I don't know. Um, You know, some people will probably be, Um, I guess I'm looking at the fact that she, she lived, she lived to be 96, dog. That's, 
that is a blessing. Yes, it is. But I guess for some people, of course, you're going to miss loved ones. So, I mean, to understand. Oh, baby, this is long. Hold on, let me... I will paraphrase. I ain't going to read all this. But I'm going to read what he said here. Oh, she he looked at her as a mother because she called him son. Okay. So, I'm going to have like a couple ellipses. Dot, dot, dot. <clears throat> well, today your son grieves your loss and will miss our long talks. Your laughter from your belly and your very presence. Also, so regal. Always so classy. Always a lady. Always a queen. Every time we wouldn't talk, I would ask, how are you? And you would say, I'm still here. He must have something. He must have something he wants me to do. Well, I think it's safe to say you have done all you put here to do. And we are all better for it. He said his heart breaks in one beat. While celebrating her life in the next. To think she lived 96 years and he got to be a part of the last 16 gives him so much joy. Oh. That's so nice. But you know, like you said, she was the grandmother he never had yeah. in the wisdom tree. Like, oh, he could always sit under to get a cup of wisdom. Right. Oh. Oh. Wait, so I should be shamed. Okay. I only know her from some of these Medea movies. What other movies was she in? I know she's been in a lot of them. Yeah, she has. And I'm not even going to disrespect the queen by trying to remember. <laughs> okay, great. So you know what? <laughs> All the movies, but she has been in some important and wonderful films. So R.I.P. Sister Typhoon. Um, anyway. All right, <laughs> we might as well move on to the big kicker. <laughs> Fred, do you want to do the honors? So, T.I. and Tiny, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> are filling the streets Ooh. with nothing but things to talk about. Not up in the streets, up in the sheets, honey. Oh my God! Sorry, this is a um, this is random, but it can you more get her butt done? Do who? Can you more? Yeah, she. I thought she been got it done. Is Baby, she, she like she sit on some peas. All right, okay, okay. All right, sorry. <laughs> so yeah, Ti and Tiny. <laughs> uh, so how far into the saga did you get? Um. <laughs> I, okay. First of all, I tried to go back to see where this all began. Okay. So and while we're here, did you figure it out? Apparently, Sabrina Patterson, who is the owner and CEO of Glam University, um. She called T.I. out because he was going to be involved in something with Keisha Bottoms and she just felt, I guess she just had it up to here, but she said he had been antagonizing her for a very long time. So she felt the need to speak out, but, um, I should have had this pulled up. I'm sorry. Yeah. But basically she wasn't happy about him uh, being a part of all of the positive things that uh, Keisha Bottoms had planned for. I'm sorry. Her name is. Okay. It's actually Sabrina Peterson. Chris Peterson. Okay. Yes. Okay. So Sabrina Peterson. I'm sorry. Okay. So she said the sad part about being a woman and being a black woman is this: the public praises our predators. Trouble man thirty one. You put a gun to my head in front of children, and I never call the police on you. But for years, you have painted me as the villain. 
As black women, it's hard to heal from rape, violence, or anything because you are painted as a problem or a reason this has happened to you. Let's normalize the allowing black women to heal. I guess she's allowing up. It's so hard being the victim of rape and being painted as the reason it happened. Let's talk. Keisha Bottoms, you can't have a person that has victimized women speak for us. Let's have a real talk. So I don't know what T.I. was supposed to be a part of. Um, from what it sounds like, he was going to do something to, uh, with Keisha Bottoms to, uh, I guess, promote black women in some way shape form or fashion and uh sabrina just wasn't here for it so um that's where it all began right (laughs) that's where it all began so um yeah you know what based on how you read it um this was basically the foundation of the file she was getting ready to um start so this right here was whatever no this could be the gasoline this is the this is the gasoline because let me tell y'all something after what transpired the next couple days she had a plan she literally had it outlined on her wall with what you call it with what is it bulletin board pins and strings and rubber bands and you know the circles like when you're doing like a um investigation (laughs) she was ready this because when you when you read this you can tell she she's ready like there's no question here this is basically saying you're not gonna do this right and she said basically just follow the saga to see why she should not be a part of this right well um after she did that um tiny hold on she responds right tiny what is it how many days later i don't know how many let me see i'm gonna look right now hold on bitch so one day later tiny responds yeah tiny responds and tiny did she delete the post oh you want me to read it (laughs) oh no i got it major girls oh you got it no go ahead Major girl said, hold up. So you want your abuser to train your sons? He was just uncle two years ago. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Um, right there, mark that. Now, when did you say my husband assaulted you? Did you change your mind or change it back? What's up with you today, Pooh? I'm confused. <laughs> and she put the, you know, the hands, throwing your hands up emoji. Stop harassing my family. You strange. Everybody know you've been special. Face sliding seminar lady. Oh, in parentheses, she said, face slicing seminar lady. Please get help. Please leave us alone with the red exclamation marks. Two of them and a kiss. And then there was a post with T.I. and her two sons. I, um, okay. And then, so this is my favorite part of the saga is Shekinah. (laughs) <laughs> wait she got on live i didn't know that yeah. um sabrina had got on live okay. that same day mm-hmm. but go ahead <laughs> shakana um so shakana yeah. pretty much made the situation I'm worse rich. right i'm gonna be rich that, um that's shakana she she pretty much made the situation worse um by pretty much confirming everything well not everything but alluding to much of what sabrina was saying and all of the people who you know kind of backed sabrina's story up um we're saying by basically confirming that Sabrina has slept with T.I. and that she recruited um, girls for them to have threesomes and all kinds of things like that. So basically, it just didn't look good. And then the funniest part to me was when she kind of got on <laughs> live once again the next day and redacted everything. Re- baby 
Is that the right word? Redacted. <laughs> I don't have nothing to do with them folks. I don't. <laughs> oh, so she's trying to save herself now. Right. Pretty much. Because at this point, she realized. They said you was at the party, um, Shakan. They said you was there. I don't even they said you know was a part this of girl. It. All this, right? <laughs> Starts crying her eyes out. I don't. I never met her. By the time I met Tiny, they weren't even friends no more. All this, this, that, and the third. Shikana, when Shakana cries on live, baby. I said, when Shakana, I feel like Shakana. Once you start crying on live, I feel like it invalidates everything. I just want Shekinah really to stay like off of live. I just don't want her to say anything else about the situation. <laughs> I, I, I just don't. I want her to just power down her phone and just don't say nothing else. To but she's trying to defend her friend. Like, and what she you want her to made do? it worse. <laughs> like, she, so she had her own matches and her own gasoline, baby. <laughs> she added to the fire. She was running to the fire, thinking she had water wigs. in her pail, <laughs> and she actually had gasoline. Wait, synthetic wigs don't burn, right? That's what they y'all don't. Said? Human hair. You know what? You know we ain't even gonna get into that, anyways. But I just. I feel like Shekinah is always in these situations where she just says a little too much. The messy situations. Right. And it's not intentional. It's not intentional. She's not trying to. She was really trying to support her friend. Unintentionally messy. Right. She was really trying to support her friend. But Shekinah, I just want you to sit, sit this one out. Don't say nothing else. You've done enough. Have a seat, niece. Sit with us. Done enough. Sit with us like strangers, niece. Just sit with us like strangers. I haven't implicated your friends. (laughs) Literally. Literally. (laughs) She implicated her friends, dog. Like, so Ti's speech that he gave was it yesterday? Which was, I think, the follow. No, I don't know when. Actually, I might be going too far. But basically, everyone else said less. She just said more. She implicated, oh, sorry. She implicated all of her friends. Like, bro, I don't know. I, I don't know. She's that friend that means well, but. <laughs> Doesn't perform well. Yeah, she just says a little too much. Because I, think about this. Like, T.I. and Tiny could have easily came out and said, you know what? We don't have threesomes. We're not even into those kind of things. Like, whatever. But the very mere fact that Tiny's best friend gets on live and is like, oh, this girl recruits uh, girls for them and this and this and that and whatever they got going on. and blah, 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 blah. She's paraphrasing y'all because she didn't say it like that, but she's paraphrasing. But very she much. basically said you were the middle. She's basically said amongst the lines of this might be a little bit closer. Right. So you're not going to tell them how you're recruiting them. <laughs> And then when she tried to defend herself, she's like, oh, but Willie told me. <laughs> Willie I said, don't bring my me. name up. <laughs> I, I put that in the comments on Neighborhood Talk. Don't bring me up in this. <laughs> I don't have nothing to do I with did, this. I said nothing. <laughs> this got nothing to do with me, niece. <laughs> this nothing. not me. But yeah, so Shekinah Girl, don't say nothing else. Have somebody hold your phone for you for a couple of days until this situation cools off. Because right now, you're looking to be subpoenaed. Anyhow, so after that, or maybe before that, I don't know which one, how whichever came first. Um, there are a number of people who came forward and basically said, "Me too. These things happen to me too. I was in similar circumstances with Ti and Tiny." Baby. Two. Let me find a letter. Hold on. It was like, okay, so I'm gonna say this: the two people that got accused said nothing for days. Well, said they didn't say much for a while. So I guess Shakan responded quicker. But when I saw to see these people pop up with these stories, I was like, couldn't be. Oh, this is the part I forgot to mention. Apparently, because I started watching a couple other bloggers. Who live in Atlanta or did? Apparently, 
it's no secret. Like this is a, a thing that people know that they're into. They're into the swinging life. Would that be right? That would that make more sense? I mean, I would imagine. I I I don't think that's far fetched from. And then Ti pretty much confirmed it as well, which we'll get to. I just no judgment. He know it's y'all marriage. It ain't mine. Y'all can do whatever y'all want safely. Just do it safely. Right. Don't we don't. Nobody. We don't shame over here. But that's your business. Ain't got nothing to do with me. Right. What's I looking for? I'm just looking for one of them damn letters because it threw me for a loop. Some of these stories. I, you got to read a couple of them. They must have her shadow banned because it is so hard. No, she is. No, 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 she is. She's shadow banned. She's like the third. You have to literally, I meant to say earlier, you have to literally type all of it out. Like, she's shadow banned. She really is. Okay, there she goes. All right. So let me find one. Oh, she took him down. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so she took those down, but basically. Oh, Ti, don't Ti got them up? He does. Donny, I think so. Cause saying that they were a lie. I wonder why she took them down. Be a trouble, man. Okay, it says. Oh my God, you're super strong for this. Back in 2013-14, I used to chill with Tip and the Tiny. They had this guy, Brandon, who was (laughs) the Tiny, like the band. They had this guy, Brandon, (laughs) who was always around... He was weird to me, but I never said nor did anything about it. One day, Tiny hit me up, which was weird because usually it was Tip. She asked me to come over and to bring overnight clothes. I went and they immediately started having me drink like I barely could even sit my stuff down through the door. I felt weirded out instantly. They paid me every time, so I tried to just act normal until Brandon brought me this pill and he was like, you looking nervous today, take this. I hesitated and Tiny said, don't be the party pooper. We all having fun. I took it. Next day, I woke up my bra on, no panties, one sock on. Tip and Tiny were nowhere in sight and I was laying on the couch alone. My vagina hurt it so bad that I knew something happened. Uh, They wouldn't let me talk to them over the phone or text about our hookups and I never saw them that morning. So I just left. Maybe three weeks later, and I get a call from a private number, and it's Tip. He says, pull up, and the one not reason, and the one not reason, okay, whatever, I pulled up was because I wanted to ask him, ask them in person what happened last time, because honestly, I've had sex with them five times before, so I didn't understand the purpose of drugging me and being sneaky. Come to find out, it was Brandon effing me that night tip told him to have fun with me after that night i never spoke to them again and they never hit me back they did threaten me about talking but i was so embarrassed i would have hold on sorry i'm switching pages i would have never told that story to anyone anyways i'm glad someone is finally speaking out because they are worse than r kelly so how do you feel about the the story I don't um, you know you don't want to discount how what the person experienced you i don't at the same time you find it hard to believe a little bit like nah this can't be true no 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 i believe this happened the only part i disagree with is the consenting part because in a lot of ways i kind of feel like somebody hands me a drink i don't want it i hand it back you know somebody hands me a pill i don't want it i hand it back you get what I'm saying? So it's like, mm-hmm. it's like, there's and, something that you 
could have probably done to refuse it. Yeah, I mean, and tip, except for the situations where guns were put in people's head and all that kind of stuff, yeah. But, you know, tip admitted that, you know, what we do is what we do and that's just what it is, but everybody who was ever involved was consenting. adults. Adults. And a lot of what people are saying, it just sounds like, okay... This was all consent. Now, if they're into drugs, if they are into alcohol, okay, whatever. Um, When they hand you a glass, when they hand you a pill, it just doesn't sound to me like anybody was forced to partake in these things. You know what I mean? Now, granted, allowing somebody to take advantage of somebody when they're not coherent and, you know, sober that's a whole nother thing but initially getting to that point in which i hate saying this because i'm not trying to victim blame and i you know that is not my intent but it just sounds like all of this was consent up into a point if that makes sense i'll say this part i'll fully understand but i i I, we might be tell me for we're saying like a similar thing i'll say this did you embellish some of this story? But I'm not going to say it didn't happen. Right. I, I believe it happened. But I feel like, it, you know, when somebody tells a story, they might twist it a little bit to make it sound a little bit more than what it actually is. But um, the part that got me is what that man said. We're consenting adults. Right. But I don't know. Um, I don't know. We shall see. It's just... I guess on top of that, too, it's not even just this story. It's just the number of people that came forward kind of threw me off. Wasn't it like 30 people? Was it 30 people? I thought it was 15. I don't know, but I think it kept adding up. I might be I might be being extra, but I think it added up. Some more people came forward. And you know what's funny now, though, too? I can't find it in any of the blogs anymore. Wow. Like I can't find no more of the stories anymore. See, and then T.I. posted um, some tweets from apparently like one of the victims who um, I'm sorry, hold on. Oh, yeah. So he's exposing one of the victims um, by the name of Yes, uh, Bobby Playhouse. So apparently, yes, sent Sabrina a message making up this whole big story. And um, I guess a friend of Yaz, I'm assuming, I don't know who this person is, said, oh, my God, y'all, Yaz is really on a lady page. That's exposing T.I. and Tiny talking about she a victim. Y'all, I'm crying. She posted mine too. Y'all, I'm high. Won't even wasn't even typing right. She should have known I was lying. Shaking my head. They lying on Ti and Tiny. I just DM'd the girl and said I was a victim too. All them bitches are lying. Yeah, bitches. If y'all can't spell right. So doesn't. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure somebody's had real experience. I think the only thing, you know, that they really have on T.I. and Tiny right now is that they like to invite other people into the bedroom. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I can't not even. not the only ones. Exactly. And I, I just, you know, and maybe they're into drugs and drinking, maybe even. Okay, whatever. But, um... And again, I don't want to discount anybody's experience because, of course, we don't know them. We're only reading them um, via the Internet. But I don't know, y'all. It just seems seems odd. So you're reading those from T.I.'s page. So the thing with T.I.'s page now that got me is... um. How do we even know if <laughs> those messages actually actually relate to what Sabrina had posted? So I was like, so I, rem- I remember saying to myself, I could just stem this whole situation. I, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I'm not sure. Right. Um, but like you said, too, I agree. There's some stuff that are just sketch. Like, what? Right. 
But um, Blocker did say it, though. There's a lot of people you'll be shocked who are into the party drugs. Mm. And when they say party drugs, they're not just saying like alcohol. They're talking alcohol, molly, weed, um, cocaine. There's a lot of people who are into these things, in, especially in the industry or who are public figures. But at the same time, that's not our business. Right. But them, they're not. It's not uncommon. It's not a. It's not far fetched hearing about them to him. Okay, right. he's used. To, he's used to this. Okay, he used to stay there. Okay. And then you know, once you're in a certain um community, people tend to know e- people or each other or the bigger people, and then you tend to know their tea. Right. And when I say tea, as in they gossip, so or stuff about them. So I mean. I don't. I don't think this situation is gonna die down. No, it's gonna be more stuff unfolding. Yeah, especially when there is clout and following and all of that to gain, and it doesn't really seem like Sabrina is gonna slow down or allow this case to die anyway. So, you know, mm-hmm. Godspeed, girl. Godspeed to Tian too. Oh. I forgot. She took a polygraph and she posted the results and posted the PayPal receipt. So that right there goes to show she's dumping. She So she lit the fire. She lit the fire. Ready. She started it with the gas. She's pouring more gasoline on it. Right. So I agree with you. Godspeed. Godspeed. So, um... Jesse Smollett. Just <laughs> um, I think you know a little bit more about the situation than I do. I'ma just give you I'ma just say this. And and I'm done. I think his brother is still <sighs> defending him. Um his brother came out and tired telling people that look, it was Maggie that did this basically in that they're trying to steer it away, saying that it wasn't them, that it was just him. But no, this thing actually happened. And you know what part that threw me off? You know this happened two years ago? You believe time flew by that fast? I actually thought it was like five years ago, but okay. Yeah, so um, he's basically still um defending his brother. I, I don't know, y'all. I, I don't know. I, that's another situation I just don't know. I like... Think- the part about it is like nobody really even cares. I think everybody has at this point kind of let it go. Like it is what it is. I think that Jesse can pretty much revive his career from this point because nobody, I mean, whatever. You know what I mean? Like it is what it is. Is he still like in legal mm-hmm. trouble because of that? Yeah, there's still something going on. Oh, never mind. I think that's why his brother is speaking. Oh, I think it, it affected his career. Oh, yeah. I mean, it definitely affected it. Don't get me wrong. But I think if he popped up in a few movies or whatever the case may be, I don't think anybody would be rushing to boycott him or anything like the that. Com- the comments is what sent me. Those are, damn, this was two years ago? <laughs> <laughs> And that's what made me think. I was like, dang, this happened that long ago. We st- that, that, like, y'all still talking about this? <laughs> to basically just like your devil, like, we done forgot now. Right. Why are we still discussing this? Exactly. I'm trying to see. I'm trying to figure out how far this was. Cause I'm trying to find it my damn self. Because there's something in it that he said. But whatever. But yeah. Jesse, um, they're still talking about it, basically. And we are all over it, but his bro. But anyway, that's enough for that. Well, Super and Sage the Gemini have broken up. Not really sure how, you know, long this breakup will last or whatever but you know they're both back I on the market I think it's a situation what situation 
with Apple Watts. Apple Watts. Yeah, I think she said that um, she slept with him. See, this is the thing about <laughs> putting your business on the internet. This was even like back in school when you, you know, seemingly started going or messing with somebody in high school and the other girls found out. And it was just like, here comes that one that is so disinterested in everything this boy got going on. But when they see you with him, it's like, oh, we used to talk. Oh, we slept together. Oh, he called my phone last night. My girl, scram. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so basically, after they revealed that they were dating, it seems like um <laughs> a former Love & Hip Hop Hollywood castmate, <laughs> Apple Watts, spoke on Sage in an Instagram video. She mentioned that Sage was in love and that he has impressive skills in the bedroom. Okay. So just like what you said. Well, so much and then for she that. she eventually apologized. Okay. Apple shared another video today on Instagram and apologized for the video. She said, I'm going to be honest. I'm very humble. Last night, I didn't even know how the hell I got on the subject about him. At the end of the day, I'm proud of Sage. I hope he and Super last long. I love to see my black kings and black queens. <laughs> I'm not angry. I'm mad about. I'm not. I'm mad about none of that shit. I'm not an inter internet gangster. I'm a straight bitch. First, so y'all know. Y'all need to know that I don't do this internet stuff. Love and hip hop don't move me. I'm a gangster from the street. First off, <laughs> I don't even know what came about about for me even to bring his name up you mad that's why i'm happy for both of them super's a beautiful woman i said what i said and it is what it is which part wait so i said what i said and it, it, i said what i said and it, it was it and it is what it is about which part that you happy for them or the part that he's in love and he's in, have impressive skills in the bedroom oh Okay, uh, Apple left a long caption on the post which said, yo, either way, I'm happy for him and I didn't know it was going to go left, but I'm right-handed. Girl. OMG, congratulations to them being married. I'm not mad. None. At, she at him. I'm happy for her, for them both. The caption led to many folks wondering if Super and Sage tied the knot. So I guess she started some other shit. Child, so super please. so super eventually got on live and asked and people started asking about the claims she responded by saying she didn't care about any woman who was dating sage before her she said if it was before me i don't give a fuck super continue i always say that every time you post a nigga and every time a nigga posts you hoes hop out the trash and want to talk about when they dealt with you and all just like what you said exactly nobody what cares <laughs> cares of cares out all that oh out nobody cares out all that anyway if it ain't going on right now it doesn't matter please stop it right now sage hasn't responded but super made it clear she was unbothered baby but this was in this was reported january 5th but it seemed like they broken up now i think it came out what this week yeah they broken up now so i guess it might have happened around that time so i don't know unless they're doing this to keep people out of their business i don't know that would be smarter though see that's what honest. i see that's what i was saying now be smarter that's what i was thinking don't know how long if it's even real but okay Mm-hmm. i guess they're i don't think they i don't i think she removed this pictures from her page that is a lot of work <laughs> but that's not like her though <laughs> Yeah, like, I'm going to be honest, y'all. If I ever get paired up with somebody and we actually claim each other, I don't think, just like what you used to say to me all the time, the only way you're going to find out if I dealt with somebody is when we break up. <laughs> right? You'd be like, you did what? You went with who? Y'all was together since when? Right. Mm, for so long? 
and you never say well i don't know why i don't know why i'm asking that you never said anything i know you're not gonna say nothing right. yeah i might yeah, get a um, kneecap for me but i don't even post myself so same i barely post myself I don't know. She went from Lou to the guy that she was talking to in New Orleans, and then she accelerated into Sage the Gemini. But, but I hope they really stood together. But they told everybody that they broke up. That'd be smarter. Keep people out of their business. It would be, but who knows? Good luck to them both. We have 58 minutes. You want to keep going? <laughs> we can end because... Um... How about this? So, the Ashanti and Keisha Cole versus battle. You seen it? And did. I had to put support my uh, Libra sisters. Yeah, I found out their birthday is the same week. I googled them both during the um the verses. And to be honest, um, I actually enjoyed it. Ashanti birthday on the 13th, mine on the 14th, Keisha's on the 15th. Do you feel me? So why you wasn't in the versus battle too? It could have been y'all each of y'all against each other. My call kept dropping. Bye. But um <laughs> I from watching it, I like I really love Ashanti's energy. Like I'll be so in love with her. She seems so they're both Libras, but for some odd reason, I don't know neither one of them, but I feel like Keisha Cole give off different vibes than Ashanti does. And she does. I said to myself that both of them give off the two different sides of a Libra. Like Really? Yeah. Tell me more. Because I think Ashanti is the more likable, more like cool Libra that, you know, everybody, oh, I love Libras. Like, that and Keisha gives off the Libra when you get on my nerves and smart mouth and always got you know something shaded to say. I feel like Keisha is always irritated every time I see her. I ain't even gonna lie, and I feel like Keisha is always irritated every time I see. So, you agree? you seen it too, of course. Keisha used to be like back in the day when she used to do interviews people hated interviewing her like she has if you go and look at her um all interviews like when she first started people would always be like well you late you got a bad attitude like <laughs> do you want to be here right so you know i don't think she she's not i ain't gonna say she's not she's too she's not too far removed from that but you know what i mean and she a diva now too I think I um I really think I missed my calling because I did not realize so first of all I want to know whose catalog is bigger because Ashanti wrote a whole bunch of songs first of all Ashanti's 40 and she is she looks amazing she does she I don't know if she looks I think I think she looks better to me now then she not even looks better she, she looks different than she did when i was when she was younger there's something about her now is she is she tied up with somebody she paired up she entangled she married so. no she's not no nah, i feel like ashanti got somebody ashanti probably keeps somebody ashanti probably has a full roster ashanti's fine y'all like fine from like, head to toe when I look at her, so I know I'm a man, but when I look at her, I re I just made me look forward to like, can I keep myself up to look good at 40 and beyond too? But they do say when you have money, you look different. I mean, I don't know. That, I mean, if you see the before great. and after the money with Ashanti, it's a difference. But you know, she's out. She's a just baseline. She's a very beautiful woman and you know my sis is snatched and she's basically I would love to be around her. 
And she is like she my dog besides the besides her own music and she owns I think all her masters. Does besides she? her own music, I think so, yeah. Because um I watched an interview on her like after after um the verses and she said she she learned a lot of stuff and she I, if it's not all of them she owns a good amount of them she mentioned owning masters she wrote so many songs also be and then clear I like she's this. a songwriter yes that's that's a part like so what do you want to be when you grow up willie a songwriter i want to have money forever <laughs> just i want to have money forever like like she said even if you could as a new artist even if you could just write a, a verse not even a verse if you could write a line in a song do it get the credit like she she says as new artists she said that's one thing a lot of new artists should get into is making sure they get into the songwriting because even if it's just a line you remember when i used to say that i said if the city girls just put out their scholarship, no, QC, put out their scholarship. Strike. If I could just write one line Strike. on a city girl verse, I'd be set. Strike. First of all, QC has a scholarship. They're just not telling y'all that. They got a scholarship, and I'm waiting for them to drop the applications because if I could just write one line in a city girl song and you see roommate Willie listed, on the credits, it's over. I will never have to work a day job again. What I mean, I get I, even if it's, I'll take five hundred dollars a month. I'll take it because I will stretch that into something else. I'll take it. Yeah, please don't listen. So to him. she's she's a songwriter and she's an artist, and I just I just admire her. But you know, it was a similar thing with me and Tony Braxton. So I ain't gonna lie. So which side of the um the the Libra Tony Braxton on? I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, she has her moments where she's like a diva. Mm-hmm. And then she has her moments. She's also she, like, you know, she's fifty three though. So you know, they get away with different stuff. I don't know. Do you want to place her in the All middle? All I know is I don't care what side of the scale you on. Libras are lit. And that's that on that. Period. Pooh. Do y'all know I'm a honorary Libra too? You are not. Thanks. My favorite Libra person is DTS Madison. And that's when I realized I stand for Libras. Her, Tony Braxton, Ashanti. I would put Jazz on there too, but I don't know if she like me today or if she gonna like me tomorrow. I love the Libra peoples. I be feeling like it's so much shade coming from you and then when I react that's when never mind I don't know no Libra men isn't um T.I. one he is Will Smith is a Libra man mm. Kevin Durant I don't go up for um, Libra men though like I do Libra women's um who else Lil Wayne Lil Wayne is a Libra? Yes. A Libera? You sure? Young Jesus is a Libra. I don't... I go up for the women more than the men. I don't know. I just... I think the Libra women are lit. I do. We thank you. Mm. All right. So, so the verse... To me, the verse about it was lit. Um, Jazz sister was late. And they chewed her up for days about this. But what hap happened was she had technical difficulties. She said she couldn't see her screen. It was blurry. And the internet was doing backflips. So it ended up coming out later. But they thought she was being a diva. But um, <laughs> Dr. Heavenly was like, Dr. Heavenly did not care. Dr. Heavenly was pissed because, first of all, she didn't think it was professional. Because she was like, besides the fact that you should have been prepped and ready, you should have at least told somebody what you was experiencing when you got on there. But she had nothing but an attitude, so it just turned her off. But she said, I don't know, because I'm a professional, but I'm, I sat there and I'm listening to her on her, um, on her live. What Dr. Heavenly, I guess, it's two different industries. I guess I don't know if she realizes that. So I think their set of rules might be different than her set of rules as a dentist. 
and a businesswoman, I guess. But I already got the backstory. I guess I ended up telling everybody she was having technical difficulties. It was beyond her fault. Um, I guess no one else knew that at the time when I watched Dr. Heavenly's live. So, but um, it was amazing. They have a lot of music. There's a lot of Ashanti songs I do not know. And what she wrote. Yeah, y'all. I actually watched the whole thing. She was an hour late. She was. Wasn't she? I heard. Mm-hmm. Oh, but by the time we got on to watch it. <laughs> Whoa, we, we got on were to watch hour late. <laughs> but yes, I was late. So I didn't miss anything. Right. I guess I got there right in time. Right. But um, but yeah. I don't got nothing else, friend. What you got? That is it, y'all. So thank you for listening to another episode of eleven thirty-five. I'm not even gonna promise y'all that we'll be more consistent because <laughs> you know us. Um you can follow us at I gotta look this up again, hold up. Okay, so you can follow us at eleven thirty five PDCST on Instagram, and you can follow me at yes jazz y e s j a z z Willie. And you can follow me at roommate Willie. Roommate W I L L E. Mm-hmm. And um Yeah, that's all we got. Thank you for listening. Hey.